Hi guys and welcome back to the Darcy's Inner Dialogues podcast for episode two. I hope you've all had a lovely week. I have had a very relaxed one which has consisted only of sunbathing in the meadows, going to the gym and binge watching The Handmaid's Tale with Abigail. So if you ask me, a very, very blissful week. Today I wanted to talk to you about friendships, the good and the bad, as it's something that I feel we can all relate to as we obviously all have friends in our life and it's something that I feel like I have had a lot of ups and downs with and I've kind of learned a lot about them and I really just wanted to share that and maybe you can relate or have a better understanding of your own relationships and I hope you get something from this episode. So I'm the kind of person who has a handful of really close friends and I put all of my efforts into those friendships but at the same time they really require no effort because they require no social battery and that's my kind of friend and by no social battery I mean like you can literally have no effort to do anything you can literally be in your pajamas and that doesn't matter you can still see them and you'll immediately feel better And I think that's really important because it feels so natural and comfortable when you're with them and when you're feeling down they will just make you feel better and it takes no effort on your part they will just lift you up whereas you also have the other people who are still your friends but you know they require a little bit more effort and not in a bad way it's just if you're feeling tired or a bit down you might cancel your plans with them just because they require that little bit extra effort and you can't they can't really see you on a bad day because then it looks like you can't be bothered whereas your really close friends they know that's just you having a bad day and then you also have your old OG friends who are so imprinted on you and your soul that they will forever be your close friends even though you don't see them all the time and you might not even see them for years like for me that's a lot of my primary school friends and some of my secondary school friends like we grew up together we laughed and cried together we went through so much and spent all of our childhood together like you have a relationship that just can't be hurt unless obviously something somebody does something really bad but that's never happened for me and that's just such a special friendship that you'll always have and I think it's good to have a balance of all those type of friends as they come from all the different aspects of your life. So for me, they come from school, from sports, from work, and you do different things with all these friends. So some you might only see at parties and some you go on nights out with. Others, you might go for a coffee and others, it could literally just be a message to check in with every once in a while. Because not every friend will be your best friend. And that is absolutely okay because that doesn't make them not important. They still add great value to your life and hopefully you do to theirs too. Now, something I used to struggle with was at my school, there were like big groups of friends. Like there'll be a girl group with loads of girls in it, like 10 to 12 girls. And I remember thinking, I don't have that. And I should have that. And I, it was a mix of like jealousy and also kind of that I'm not good enough again because I didn't have a massive group that were really close. But I came to realise that that's absolutely okay. That firstly, I don't think that's the kind of person I am. I like the kind of 
one-on-one kind of one like my biggest friendship groups kind of four people and that's like that's like my that's stretching that's stretching me because like I just like feeling that really close connection and you know you can tell each other everything and I just think when it's a big group it's highly unlikely that everyone in that group will get along equally well and be as equally close like I feel it's probable that there might be like small subtle cliques within that big group and regardless of that friendships are about quality over quantity it does not matter if you have a 12 person group and you are all absolute best friends that is amazing but it's also not like that for a lot of people so that is absolutely okay if you also don't have a group like that because I would much rather have one best friend than nine friends who I kind of get along with and I'm not really sure if I can fully tell them everything that's going on in my mind and in my life but you can do that with a best friend and sadly part of life is that not all best friends will stay that and you can go through friendship breakups and they can seriously suck. I had someone who I was really close with. We were absolutely inseparable and now we're not like that anymore. And that is sometimes just part of growing up and evolving. And it can be really sad when you realise that someone you knew inside out, every little thing about, you knew as soon as they were having a bad day. It's sad when they suddenly become someone that you don't really know anything about them or what's going on in their life and that they now have a new best friend. But something I tell myself is it hurts because it mattered to you. They were still your best friend. And just because you're not together now doesn't mean that you won't be in the future. And that's another point that I think is important is you can try and reconnect. Obviously, depending on the circumstances of why you're not that close anymore. But if you can and you actually do want to deep down, be that bigger person and reach out. And then once you've reached out, you can kind of assess the situation. I had someone who I reached out to and the friend that I was previously talking about and we reconnected and then I kind of felt like I was putting all the effort in and not really getting anything back. So I kind of questioned the friendship again and I remember thinking, okay, I'm not going to be the one who messages to arrange up this time. I'm going to leave it for her to do it. And I mean, that was really just a test to see if she would. And sadly, she never did. And I remember feeling guilty because I felt like I'd given up on the friendship, but I realised it wasn't like she was the one that gave up. It wasn't me. And I deserve a friendship that gives as much back to me as I give to it, as you all do as well. And it's sad. I haven't seen her since I stopped messaging. But like I said, it might happen in the future and I would always be so happy for it too because we did just get along like sisters but that person will always have been your best friend and for me I will always defend them and if anyone ever speaks ill about them I immediately defend her because she's still that person she still has that mark on you and I would never talk bad about her but I think you just have to have that level of self-awareness where your desire for the relationship you once had might not match theirs and that's okay. Remember just because it's over now doesn't mean that it wasn't filled with love and appreciation and great memories. That friendship was important in your life and you grew because of it and it helped make you who you are and that doesn't change just because it's not as strong now. And a really nice thing I came across once was we have three types of friends in life. Friends for a reason, friends for a season and friends for a lifetime. So those friends who you might not have anymore, they're just part of a season of life and friendships can end in various ways. It could be through a dramatic falling out, but I feel like that's kind of less likely than the realisation 
that I said I had where nothing necessarily dramatic happens but now you just no longer message each other and you no longer see each other and I think that's something that is important to remember because it means that all friendships do need a level of effort which is still minimal it's just literally typing a few words and can literally just be a message saying hey I hope you're doing well I've been thinking about you or I miss you and that just lets that person know that they do still mean something to you and that you've been thinking about them. And I don't think you would ever regret sending a message like that because it's keeping the friendship flame alive, so to speak. And if it's been five, six years or even more, you can still message that person. No time is too much time to reconnect. And I think especially in your 20s, like when you've left school and are no longer with those people who you were literally with 24-7 and your paths go off in different directions, it's inevitable that you are going to fall out of touch. But this is my encouragement to you to message that friend who came across your mind the other day or whose photo came up on your Instagram feed. Reach out and catch up because it will mean as much to them as it does to you and you will never regret reaching out. Now, another part of life is also making new friends, especially once you kind of leave secondary school and this can be very scary and daunting. Like I said, I have a few really close friends so this meant at uni I never went searching for new friends especially because a lot of mine were with me at uni in Edinburgh so I just let those new friendships kind of develop organically but I know that that can't be the same for everyone because I was lucky that my friends were with me. Whereas some people go off to uni or college in a completely new city and know no one. So if you're in that position or you're at uni and college and you just really want to make some new friends, my number one recommendation will always be to join a society. And I would particularly recommend a sports one. So for me, hockey, like hockey is amazing because they just have such great socials. And I immediately think that with societies, even if it's something like drama or music, everyone's in a similar situation to you and you immediately have that society you're at, you immediately have that thing in common. So you've immediately got something you can connect over. And remember that all other people are just as anxious as you about making new friends. They're just as nervous and that those feelings are absolutely normal and okay. And something else to keep in mind is that new friendships require a lot more energy and effort than those old set in stone ones because you have to put the work in to make them develop into friendships. You can't just have one conversation with someone and then that's it, you're friends and you don't have to do anything. Like you have to make that effort to arrange to go for a coffee. You have to be the one to maybe ask for a phone number or be like, oh, we're going on a night out. Do you want to join us? Those kind of things that you need to make that effort to connect with new people. But like I said, you don't need to strive for a massive group because it seriously is quality over quantity. And finding that one or two special people in your life can mean so much more to you than an okay group of five. Now, obviously everyone's experience with friendships are different to some extent, but I think at some point we all go through some form of friendship breakup, even if we didn't realise it at the time. And I also think at some point we will have those level of doubts that come over our mind over friendships and ask, like, is this relationship strong enough? And just remember that a super loyal friend and a loving friend means more than anything. 
and your life will be so much more fulfilled having someone like that. And if you're still struggling to make friends in your new environment, please remember that you will not be the only one and to keep trying until you find that person that you just click with because you will you absolutely will. And you'll be so thankful that you kept trying when you do. A story that I have for you over someone that I became friends with this year, she actually reached out to me on social media, which I just think is the funniest thing ever because she's literally from the other side of the world. Had she not had done that, like we never would have met, which would have been really sad. Like we are inseparable. And that just shows sometimes you just have to take a leap. Sometimes you have to go outside your comfort zone. And you know what? Maybe the other person you message will patch you. They won't reply to you. Firstly, if they do, dickhead move. But hopefully they won't and you putting yourself out there will pay off. If Abby had never done that, we never would have met. I never would have invited her over for dinner and we would not be here three seasons deep in a Handmaid's Tale binge watch. So put yourself out there, take the leap. If it falls in your face, that's okay. You know, you learn. You live and you learn and the next one might be the one. I feel like it sounds like I'm talking about (laughs) romantic relationships here, but you know, a lot of them take the same kind of effort. So I hope that you learned maybe even a small thing from this episode or even that you just felt like you related in some point. And I hope that all your friendships are thriving and full of fun. And I am going to love you and leave you to go shopping for Dubai with Miss Abigail. So I will see you next Wednesday. Bye.